You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, this is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show. Our show is designed for the members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Also, the Woodlands Conroe, the Vintage Park, the Katy, the Galleria, and uh, of course, who can forget, the Greater Lake Houston Hispanic Chamber, and of course, the new and improved Spring Klein Hispanic Chamber. Spring Klein. I don't know. That, that's a, it sounds kind of okay. I'm not sure if that's what it's going to be. But we're, we have a, a new chamber uh, starting. And basically what that means is that business owners have gotten together and said, we need to bring the Hispanic chamber here. And, and so what they're doing is they're supporting. And, and we, um, we take our meetings there and, and, and create sort of a space where others can come and do business. So that, that's actually the origin of Chambers of Commerce. Uh, basically, it, it's been, um, in, in, throughout history, it's, it's a, a group of, of business owners who have come together to protect each other, to teach each other and to support one another with business, with, with business endeavors. So with that said, this, this uh, radio program is for our members, and our members are featured in our program, and we do everything we can to promote them and to help them be successful. Today we have an icon of the radio, an icon of, of, uh, in his own industry and the things he's doing. He's a very well-known uh, personality, so we expect a great show. Uh, this is Scott McGrath with McGrath Pest Control. Scott, thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's been a while. We've been yes, thinking, thinking, okay, when are we going to get Scott to do this thing? And, and, and you know, we've known you now for a little while since we've joined the chamber mm-hmm. sometime last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, we're glad that you're finally on because I know you have a, a great deal of stories and a great deal of things to talk to us about, especially what you were saying earlier. So I think our members would be interested or our listeners would be interested in, in knowing about your experience with, with the ELP and your experience with, with some other things because... Uh, you know, with social media, with social stuff. media stuff. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty big on all the social media mm-hmm. presence. I guess mm-hmm. um, you know we we've been around for 43 years. Yeah. And when I first started, when I first got back into this company, it was my dad's company. Mm-hmm. You know, he started it uh, back in '74. I got back about 1999 full time in it, and I went to him. I said, I said, Dad, we can make a lot of money if we, you know, if, if we advertise and we do different sure. things. And so that's when we kind of started the website, mm-hmm. which actually, you know, he goes, I'm not, I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a website. If you want something done, do it yourself. Uh, so I figured it out myself. I did the whole website myself. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you know, the internet, I said, you know, this internet thing may stick around for a while. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden all the social media stuff came mm-hmm. aboard and it really started with Angie's list. I went to, I went to a lady's house and she said she found me through Angie's List. I had no idea yeah. what that was. Does it still exist? It does. It does. Oh yeah. It's, it's big time still. And, uh, and so we looked into it and, uh, figured out how to get our name on there. And then I'll, I figured it was all based on reviews, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So we started getting one more review, one more review, one more review. And then all of a sudden Yelp came aboard, you know, we started doing the same thing with that. And then Facebook and Nextdoor and LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I started realizing that a lot of people are going in and a lot of people are starting to go with reviews, you know, because especially service industries. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, they they want to, instead of just calling somebody out of the blue, they want to know that their neighbor was what okay with people them. saying? Yeah. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we just started pushing that a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's it's helped out quite a bit. Very good. So let me, let me, uh, 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 tell our audience that that Scott is is very well known, but but he's also very well versed. I mean, he he learns this stuff and he takes it upon himself to do you know a, a lot of the work that has to do with Yelp and with with the things he's mm-hmm. mentioning, Facebook and LinkedIn and everything else. A lot of folks, um, in fact, a lot of people in our meeting today, you know, we asked them about LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and and most most of them don't, you know, they mm-hmm. have it, mm-hmm. but they don't use it because they don't know how. Right, you know? they don't. And you know, and at first I didn't know either. You know, and it was all just guerrilla marketing yeah, and just yeah. re and researching mm-hmm. and learned on my own how to do everything. You know, you should see my first website. Pretty crazy. Oh, a long time ago. I don't know how many, what, 15 years ago. Yeah. I, I used to use front page. Uh-huh. That's the only thing that was out there. Uh-huh. And I would buy a template, a front page template 
uh-huh. and try to make it work, and it was just awful. I mean, the, my graphics were terrible. Right now, now I can do a, a, a I can do a website in a weekend. Oh, can you? Yeah, I like used that. I used uh, Yahoo Site Builder was right. my first uh-huh. one, and it was kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. It was it was very basic, it yeah. was very plain, mm-hmm. but for my industry, it worked. Yeah, you know, oh, and. Yeah. But it got to and now uh, I've actually kind of outsourced it to somebody else because sure, sure. I just don't have time. Or it was that point where I either research and do more yeah. on that, or, you know, take away from my business or, you know, I, I need something a little bit more. Sure. And uh, so but in order just to get it started, you know, it was it was great. Yeah. You know, as long as customers just they found me and, right. you know, and and also to blogs. Blogs were yeah. great for me, too. And they actually still work. Mm-hmm. Blogs. No, and they do. I, I've got a lot of them on my website. Uh, I still have people. I did probably about 10 years ago. I did one on termites. Yeah. And people still Google and they find that blog. Sure. And uh, and they call me because they like the information. Yeah. On there. Well, let me tell you a little bit about what's going on, Scott. Because mm-hmm. in this section of the, of the the radio program, we like to talk about our meetings and some of the okay. things that are going on. Uh, you were at the event that we just had right now in the Woodlands, right? At, at right. Spring Creek Barbecue. We had about fifty people there. That was a, it was crazy in there. Mm-hmm. Like well, said, it's, it was like a party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that that's a normal Tuesday for us. Wow. You know? And yeah. a lot of folks were missing. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. could count at least ten or fifteen people who usually show up who weren't there today. So it was just a very busy meeting. Mm-hmm. You know, and the purpose, like we've always told our members, the purpose is to meet other people. And of course, take the meetings to to uh, you know to an appointment and hopefully do business. Right, right, and the whole reason. Right, you know, and and this was my second time to mm. show up here because I live on Katy. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know either I, I work in Cyprus but I live in Katy, mm. and uh, so it's a nice little trek. Yeah. Um, but it's it's funny. It's a whole different type of of mm. people in there, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, and and I encourage everyone if you're a member of the chamber, if you're in just the the Galleria mm-hmm. or Katy, to visit all these other chambers sure. because. It, there's a lot of insights. There's a lot of new people yeah. there. You have the opportunity to get your name. And that's that's basically what networking is. Mm-hmm. Getting your name out there, building relationships, yeah. and hopefully it'll it'll come back well, to just you. Just like this young lady who was there today, Carla. Mm-hmm. You know, she's uh, I guess she's a specialist just in LinkedIn. Correct. You know? Correct. And I mean I, I was telling her, I think it's a great idea because like like we said, you know, most people they kind of know Facebook a little bit because it's so simple and it's so intuitive, you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but they really don't know Facebook. You mean Facebook or LinkedIn? No, Facebook to start. Oh, LinkedIn, yeah. they have no idea. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of people they know Facebook through mm-hmm. because of their, their dinners and their yeah. food and mm-hmm. and look look what my pet's doing. And this mm-hmm. is where I'm going for vacation. But they don't really realize the the business side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and really LinkedIn too. LinkedIn to me is a little bit different yeah, yeah. than all that. It's a little more B2B. It's a little more business. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and I personally, I don't, I'm not a big professional in LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. I was glad to meet her yeah. and you know, I'm looking forward to talking to her a little more and learning a little more about how she could help me but in my know, business. But even when people approach me on LinkedIn, I don't respond well. I mean, you know, people will mm-hmm. they'll, they'll solicit, right? They'll say, you know, I'm, I'm Joe, Joe Rodriguez and I've got this wonderful product. Are you interested? Oh, and yeah. I almost always say either I ignore it or I say, <laughs> no, thank you. you I have know? one already. Well, you know, yeah, 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 but yeah. I, I think that's a normal way. And I also think that that might be an amateur way of doing it. So I'm sure there's better ways to sell yourself on LinkedIn. I just don't know what they are. Well, if I don't use it. Yeah. Well, a lot of times LinkedIn is for connections. Right. You know, yeah. You, you know, you meet, you connect with someone because they're connected with someone else that you want to meet. And then you want to try and, and basically set up a connection. You know, I want you to help me contact this guy uh, over here. Yeah, it just sounds like it's, a, it's an introvert's way of doing business almost. I mean, you know, because I, I prefer to be face to face and, and it, to be in front of groups, in front of people. It's it's more of a it's more of a business way of getting started on there. You go. On yeah, there. yeah where, where you can connect with people who, you know, maybe in the oil and gas company that yeah. you'll never meet, mm-hmm. you know, just walking down the street sure. or, or at a you know at a chamber. But you can you know you know someone who knows them, yeah. have them help you connect to them, and then say, hey, would you like to meet up for coffee there or can I? So that would be a LinkedIn thing. Correct. All right, Correct. So that was today's meeting. Very busy tonight. We have a our, our, our women's success group called Latinas Without Borders. Basically, it's the women of our Chamber of Commerce get together and talk about success and, and talk about how, what it takes to be successful. They bring in speakers. They do their thing. We, we're, we, the men, are not invited. It's a women-only thing. It's a members-only, women-only. And they're meeting at Genuine here on 1488 tonight at 6 o'clock. And uh, like I said, it's just a women-only thing, so I basically stay out of it. I just help them uh, with organizing it, then I move away, and I yeah. go home. Yeah, I noticed I wasn't invited either. Nope, so. we just don't get invited to those things. But tomorrow... <laughs> Tomorrow we're in Katy, Katy for lunch mm-hmm. at Abuelos. And you're right, the Katy Hispanic Chamber of Commerce demographically is different than the Woodlands Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. It is, you know? it is. And, and so it's a different, it's a whole different vibe, you know? 
Yeah, it's it's funny. It you know it's people almost say when I tell them I'm part of the mm-hmm. Hispanic Chamber mm-hmm. of Commerce. Well, you're not Hispanic, right? I understand right. that. Yes. Yeah, so you know, but we need you know there's other other people in sure. there. In Katy, there are there are a lot of Hispanics in there. Yeah, and, you know, and we've told that even today at our Woodlands meeting, when we tell them you know we're a bunch of, of Hispanic people and people who like Hispanics are with us. Well, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and but they're more in the Woodlands. It's it's seventy percent of the Woodlands is not Hispanic. Right. You know, it's, it's just a lot of folks, and it's fine because that's the market we want anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, so so to everybody, it's a good thing. Yeah, you know, and to me, it's good too because each market you should have different sets of people, Absolutely. and that's why you visit all the different mm-hmm. ones to get different perspectives mm-hmm. and different viewpoints mm-hmm. and different people on there, and to get those people that are just in the Katy, mm-hmm. get them, you know, get them experienced in knowing this is what we do well, in we the Woodlands. A, and we had a few of those show up today, right? Like exactly. Ariana and uh, Caitlin and a few others mm-hmm. who. You know, who come from Katy because they know that the opportunities are different. Mm-hmm. You know, like on Thursdays, this is uh, moving on with our, with our calendar. <laughs> Thursdays, we have uh, another meeting. It's in uh, Vintage Park. Mm-hmm. That one is more, it looks a lot more like the Woodlands. It's a little mixed, I think. Don't but, you think yeah. it's a little bit of halfway Woodlands, halfway Katy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and yeah. demographically and also geographically, it's easy for people to get there, you know, that, that live or work in Vintage Park. Right. That, that's the whole idea behind that meeting. Then uh, tomorrow, no, Thursday night, we have a ribbon cutting. At my office, at the chamber offices, mm-hmm. for Eduardo Ramirez. You know, Good. funny, Eduardo, you've met Eduardo. I have many times. Great guy. He does he bookkeeping, things like yeah. that. You know, and the biggest thing with Eduardo that he just revealed to all of us that a lot of folks don't know, which I thought was fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been in this country for a long time. Mm-hmm. Might not look like it or sound like it, but, you know, I was telling the group this morning, he has a kid who's a Marine. Mm-hmm. And another kid who's a former, you know, he just graduated from A&M. So, so this guy's full-fledged. He's a Texan. He lives here. And the whole bit. So a lot of folks go with the wrong impression. Right. You know, and, and so I've always told them, if, if, if people don't know that part of your life, you should tell them that part of your life. You know, and that's another reason when you come in, you know, these chambers and you talk to people, you want to set up, say, a, you know, drinking a cup of coffee or something like that to get to know them. Sure. You know, because that's that's how you get to really to develop that relationship and trust and and you get to know all the background. And, yeah. and did you know, I guess one of his sons lives in Hawaii. Yeah. And so, yeah, he, yeah so that's a good way to go to Hawaii for... You know, well, that's what we did. We did with him what we did today with Matthew and with Carla. Mm-hmm. We asked him to stand and come to the front. Mm-hmm. Then we started asking him questions. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of folks don't know. I didn't know that Carla's, you know, company is named after her daughter. I, I didn't know. Because at the beginning, I, th- I said, well, it sounds like a, like a law firm. Do you remember the name? It was... Something... Oh, man. I don't... Juliet. I'm Juliet. Yes, I feel bad. I feel Sorry, bad. Carla, I just had a listening, Carla, we, I know. I apologize. <laughs> your I'll, card's in my truck. We'll make sure that we get your business and your name and everything else next time, Carla. But it's Carla Leal, and uh, we'll talk about the name of her company soon. But bottom line is, is that we've, we feature our members that way, right? Mm-hmm. So we ask our members to stand and to talk because the hardest part of all of this is to get our members to actually do business with each other. Correct. That's the hardest part. Right. Because everybody's guarded, you know? And, mm-hmm. and most people don't come to buy, they come to sell. Mm-hmm. So the only way to do it is to... Either get them more and more exposed, more known, better known, mm-hmm. or really find out ways that they can actually have meetings afterwards. Right. You know, and, and I like these, um, the, when you have people stand up, mm-hmm. because it's different than your 30-second speech. You know, 30-second speech, your commercial, mm-hmm. you say one thing. Mm-hmm. When you stand up and, and you're a featured member, then you can kind of expound into other things. And Carla was almost giving us a seminar. Good job, Carla. She, yeah, she was. You know. Yeah. And so, and what that does, that leads, that leads now into saying, Oh, okay, yeah, I heard this one thing from your thirty-second speech, but I heard all these other things yeah. from the from the questions that were asked. Mm-hmm. Now I really want to go talk to you. Let's sure. set up a meeting. I was going to so. tell you too that the the gentleman who does um, I forgot his name. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about when we come back. He's the guy that does the 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 sealant. Oh yes, uh, the sealant. You forgot. I, I forgot his name See? too. But he's well, got a good great product. I saw that it works. We're great. not going to mention anyone. But when I'm we come back, we'll, we'll keep talking with, with Scott McGrath. We'll talk more about his pest control company and about some of the things he's doing in the community. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at 
to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. We're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show. I'm here with Scott McGrath. Scott McGrath is with the McGrath Pest Control Company. Pest control. Okay. So let's talk pest control, Scott. Let's talk pest control. Since this is your thing, hmm. uh, I want to be sure that we're able to, to explain from the very get-go mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, who you are, what you do, things like that, so we can... So, so that people listening that don't know you mm-hmm. know... Okay. You know, not only of your of your trajectory because you've been around for a long time, right? But just kind of kind of the, the specific services that you provide to people. So why don't you go ahead and, and and do that? Just explain. Well, McGrath Pest Control is a 43 year old residential and commercial pest control business. Uh, we go everywhere from Conroe down to Siena, from Fulcher to downtown. We take care of all the general pest control needs that you may have in your home, uh, in your place of business. Um, in your in a warehouse, in, anywhere you need, we take care of all the general pest control stuff. Um, in addition to uh, the pest control, you know, we also do termites and, and rats and ants. Uh, our phone number to contact us is 281-469-8240, or you can, you can email us at info at McGrath Pest Control. You can always get a hold of us somehow. Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Now, I'm hearing music. I think that there's somebody playing a guitar somewhere close by, but that's, or is that in my head? Um, it I, think in my head. I think it's in your head. It's the Partly monkeys in, in your head. head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, I, maybe, but I hear it too, so we must have the same monkeys. Maybe our listeners are, are, are <laughs> able to, but that's okay. That, that's, that, that's, the kind of, uh, that's the kind of show this is. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So uh, I wanted to ask you also, Scott, because sure. you've done so many different things and so many other things. Uh, we didn't finish telling you on, on Friday, this coming Friday, mm-hmm. we have an event that we do every, thir- every Friday in spring climb. Mm-hmm. So that's a new thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So like I was telling you, basically business owners tell us they want us to, they say, okay, I'm going to join. But when I join, I want you to come here and have a meeting. So they find it really valuable for our members to show up to, to their organizations and, and do that. So that's happening on Friday okay. at spring climb. Then the following Monday, we always have a meeting in my office on Monday morning. Those are tough for the Katie folks to show up, but it's a strategy meeting. Basically it's a business meeting. Okay. We're about 20 people that show up to that. And then for lunch, we go have free pizza, a lot of us. At, uh, have you ever been to that place, the, the Persona Pizzeria in Humble? Not yet, I haven't. It's, it's a little far from, you know, from Katie, but... Uh, didn't I'm, you win some prize? Didn't, you didn't win a, like I a did. free pizza? Yeah, I did. I, I won. I just haven't had a chance to get not up yet. there yet. Yeah. Not yet, but I, I'm planning on it because well, I've heard a lot of good things about, about it. It's about an hour away from you probably, if not more. If not a little more, but, uh, but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to going up there. I hear it's a really, really good pizza. That's on Mondays. On Mondays. Right. So then on Tuesday, we do what we're doing now. So... Um, we have a full schedule for this week, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're listening and you're a member and you'd like to get involved and you want somewhere to network, just go to our website, twchcc.org, and you'll find a, a complete calendar, and you can um, join us. And you're more, you're more than welcome to join us at any one of the events. So as far as the team is concerned, that's that. We're listening and talking with Scott McGrath. Scott is with his own pest control company. And, and now I want to come back to Scott. So I want to make sure that... Um, Tell us about your background in regarding the creation or the even the the, uh, the placement of commercials and stuff. Because, I, you know, before this interview, mm-hmm. uh, I listened to some of your commercials, and they're pretty wacky. I mean, they're not normal, <laughs> you know? My radio commercials, yeah. they That's something that happened probably about five or six years ago. Mm. And, you know, I when I, when I like I said earlier, you know, when I started the company, I wanted to try and expand. I wanted to do something a little different. You know, my, my dad did all the basic stuff. Um, I was looking to really expand the exposure of the company. And, that, and that's the way it is, you know, with, with the pest control industry, there's there's lots of different uh, companies out there. Sure. And we all do about, about the same thing. You know, it's all basically the same stuff. So you've got to do something to stand out. And mm. you've got to get your name out there. You've got to get that exposure. Um, I've always wanted to be in either radio or TV or something like that. And I, 
I had some mutual friends on. Well, I started listening to uh, John Lance from when they were on 610. And mm-hmm. and then they moved over to 1560 AM. And I, I was listening and I was a fan. And and then ended up found out that we had some mutual friends uh, in, in the business. And and so so I met them and, and we started talking. And uh, the sales guy said, you know, hey, you ought to try and advertise. Mm. He And so he was like, well, okay, here's a price. I'll just do it. And then also I thought about it. I was like, no, it's too expensive. Mm. Finally, I just said, I'm going to make a jump. I'm going to make the jump and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. If it, fail, if it fails, oh, well, it fails. Um, and so I went in the very first time, made a, made a commercial, and it was, hi, gamers. I'm Scott McGrath, McGrath Best Control, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And the next day, one of the uh, one of the, the head guys there, he was listening to it. He was like, this, this is bad. This is not good at all. This is not good. That's good. So I like said, when they say that because they're correcting you. They're right. You. No, exactly. He said, well, give me the weekend. We'll figure something out. So they came up with four of my current commercials. Mm-hmm. And there was just kind of a caricature of me and my company. Mm-hmm. And it has it's the same music and the same tone. And it's, it's a very funny, interesting commercials. And I got really lucky on there because they're, they're, very, they're very catchy. Mm-hmm. And people hear them and they remember them. Uh, and, and so it's been, it's done wonders, you know, wonders for me and my company and, you know, nice little 50 minutes of fame, a good exposure, you know, but also too, with those commercials, you know, yeah, they, they, they'll get my exposure and they'll call me, they'll call me, but we also have to back it up after sure, that, well, you know, better. yeah, exactly. And so that's the thing is, you know, I've always made sure that, um, yes, I've, I've got, uh, I've got nine trucks on the road right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've always made sure that everyone that that I hire, they work for me. I don't contract anybody yeah. out. They're trained personally by me, and I tell them that you know they're going to do everything that I would do there. Sure. So similar to gallery furniture, then I mean, you would be the gallery furniture of pest control. They, they, well, well you not, know what I mean. Yeah, it's not good. Well, yeah, mattress he, Matt gets out there and does his thing, and you know he's not selling mattresses. He's trying to sell something else. But at, in the end, what people do is buy his heart. They can go buy mattresses. With him. Right. Yeah. Now he's, I, just, he's just being outstanding. Now I, I wish I had the exposure, mattress well, Mac. I, yeah, that'd be crazy. nice. But. Unbelievable. But at the <laughs> but same he's time, he's a genius you know, too. So he's he. But he he also got in there with, with not only the name, but a long time ago. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, people post pictures about of him on Facebook that I've seen recently. Mm-hmm. And this when he was 20 years old, just starting, you yeah. know? You remember the mattress? Remember that from, from TV, the wrestling, Long Paul Bosch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's when I first heard about so, it. So it's paid off for you. Uh, for, for Let me ask you this, because yes. you have a, a specific commercial that I listened to earlier. I wasn't sure if it was real or not. So you tell me. The commercial is about you batting bats. <laughs> so what is this about batting bats? Bats in the house? No, it, Were no. there bats in a home, or how did the bats No, see, the, no, these commercials... I would say 98% of them, they're not, not totally. So you weren't wrestling. No, no, I was not wrestling anything. (laughs) Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have an ep peg that lost a leg. Okay. Um, I don't have a son named Caroline. Um, although Devin, my, my 15 year old, he was qualified. Yes. He was real. He was real happy whenever that came out. Cause everyone kept calling him Caroline. Uh Um, Mm -hmm. you know, but no, they're, no, they're all pretty much made, you know, Open the curtain behind the curtain. They're all kind of made up commercials, but, but they're they're funny and, that, and that's the idea. Yes, and they and it, it's all about yeah. All, it's an idea of you know if you have termites. Yes, if you have I'm termites, call me. If you know you would if, be more memorable if you just recorded those suckers, bring a boombox to meetings and just let it play. I'll do that. You know? I'll do that. We'll, I, we'll do I, that for the whole meeting. Especially because people would say, "Who is this guy?" Because it's unusual. Right. right. More unusual than virtually any other because it's a real commercial. Right. You right. Know? I think it'd be fun too. So you should check it out. I don't know. I don't know where you're gonna get that. a boombox with you know. Are they still? Do they still sell those things, boomboxes? Uh, they're ca- they're called uh, speakers now. Just, <laughs> just the speakers. <laughs> it's right? just a Bluetooth speaker now. So they don't have. Yes. They don't have. A, no, they don't. No, you, I don't put them on my shoulder anymore. Uh, anything. Okay, well, so. that that's past. Yes. But yes, exactly. still, so I went out with my mullet. Memorability, my mullet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have some friends that still. Well, never mind. So, we're talking about Scott McGrath with Scott McGrath and McGrath Pest Control. We're talking about. Just advertising and just some things he's done on television, not on television, on radio. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do TV, Scott? Um, I've done interviews on TV. Uh-huh. Um, I just I've had a couple a couple stations. They'll, they'll come out and we'll do a uh, a termite interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done I've done uh, interviews for fleas before during the flea really? season. There's a flea season. There is. When is the flea season of yours? Uh, it's typically uh, spring. I summer, think that is so cool. Late summer. Everybody makes up their own season just to have. And really, what it is is in general. There are reasons to advertise certain products with, with the focus. Like mm-hmm. right now, you were talking to us earlier at the meeting that, that it's pretty close to termite season. It is. It is. And Sub- why is that? Well, because subterranean termites, you know, there, there's, subterranean. there's, th- yeah, there's three different big termites, but mm. the subterranean termites are the big ones that most people experience, the ones that most people know about. Mm. 
And the termite season is the end of February, beginning of March. Okay. Usually it's the first warm week that we have after, you know, after our cold front. Okay. Up, Which it's it's yeah, warm right now. Well, it's, it, it, as it gets warmer, you'll see them. They, okay. they start, they start, the swarmers start coming out. Mm. And that's when I say termite season is the, the termite swarmers, they, they come out of the ground uh, and they're the ones that that kind of form the new colonies okay. on there. Sure, so sure. that's when that's when we re, that's when the whole industry starts getting really big. Mm. It's probably around March mm -hmm. because people, if they don't know they have termites in their house, they will. That's yeah. when they figure it out a lot of mm. times, um, or that's when that's when people start getting more termites. I see. So that's why I tell people, you know, all the time, you call us out, we'll come out free charge and do a termite check. Walk around the house, make sure you don't have anything. We'll maybe give you some suggestions on what you need to do to change this or fix this or move this to help keep you from getting termites. Right. Um, you know, and different, and then we can say, you know what, you don't have termites now. But, you know, it, it's, it's a matter of, like I said earlier today, it's old saying is not if you get termites, but when you get when? termites. Yeah. yeah so you can either pay me now or pay me later. You know, we, we can do a preventive termite treatment now to make sure you don't get termites sure. later on. And also it's big too, if, if you're trying to sell your house mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that, you know, if you have termites, we can find it before then. It'll you save know, you a lot of money. Something something that, that also got my attention when I heard you uh, give a commercial or talk to us about what you're mm -hmm. doing. I'm a, I have a publishing company, so we've mm -hmm. published books and, and a lot mm -hmm. of books. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that one of our one of our warehouses, the amount of silverfish. Yes. And because they eat the glue that puts they, together the books. They do. You're you're taking away my speech. I think he put you on my payroll. You know all the stuff about well, silverfish. The, the silverfish, because <laughs> we saw all these things. But basically, we emptied mm -hmm. out the, the, the the warehouse, and you know the, the silverfish are gone because nothing's there anymore. Right. Right. But where do silverfish go in the homes? What? Well, I mean, they they initially come from outside, but they'll they'll get into the walls, and they're yes, they're attracted to paper, the glue, the books. Uh, they're attracted to moisture, so a lot of times you'll see them in bathrooms. Um, you'll see them in attics, and you'll see them in garages a lot. And do they have the same dis destructive sort of tendency that termites do? No, no, no. Silverfish don't do anything. There's, we call them kind of a, a nuisance pest. But they eat the books. Well, they'll, yeah, they'll they'll definitely eat that. Yes, um, you know, and actually sometimes they will. They'll eat they'll eat um, clothing too. They'll get uh, they'll little holes in clothing. Wow. Um, so a lot of times I'll say, you know, just get rid of boxes. You know, if you've got something in your attic, you got a lot of boxes, paper boxes, get rid of them, put them in some plastic bins. Um, this is a good excuse for you to, to clean clean out your garage, sure, sure. you know, so you don't have that stuff. Or worst case scenario, call McGrath Pest Control. We'll come out there and we can treat it for you. There's certain ways that we can that we can treat mm. and certain suggestions uh, that we can do. You know, we, we do a lot of that too is not only do we treat your house for, you know, for different insects and bugs to where they won't come back in, but we also, we're going to give you a lot of suggestions. Okay. And we're going to do a lot of stuff to help prevent you getting new insects going forward. Very good. So we're here with Scott McGrath with McGrath Pest Control. I do have a question. A, a, a few uh, months ago, there was a, a party in my attic. There was some animals up there, and, mm -hmm. and they were big animals. It had to be big fat raccoons, or who knows what they were. And my wife gave me a stick and said, here, go get them. I'm like, yeah, right. So so uh, we'll talk when we come back from break, Scott, about bigger okay. animals and what, what kind of work you guys do with that. Sounds Those good. types of pests. I got a story for that, too. So we'll be right back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez, Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show. Please stay with us. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at amelagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. 
We're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio show. We're here with Scott McGrath. Scott McGrath is with the McGrath Pest Control Company. Nine trucks strong. Been around since 1974. 74. I was going to say 47. Ooh, I knew that was almost. Right. I'm not that old. My dyslexia. And and Scott is, is a professional who lives and breathes and thinks like those pests that are out there because that's how you outsmart them, by being like them, understanding them, and then going after them. Uh, we were talking about different pests, uh, silverfish, fleas, and also the other ones, which is uh, the uh, termites. Each of the termites, yeah. Termites. But now yeah. I wanted to ask you, Scott, about the bigger animals. Mm-hmm. And this is a big one because I, I actually, I went on YouTube to figure this thing out, and I never could figure it out. We had to actually call a guy. This is years ago. Mm-hmm. We had a house here in spring, older home, so there were holes in it, you know, just mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And we got squirrels in, in the, our attic. Squirrels, yeah. So you, and you can hear them during the day. So mm-hmm. my wife is working, and she can hear them upstairs, you know, mm-hmm. up in the attic. Mm-hmm. It's scary when you don't know what it is and how it sounds and all that, because what what's that sound? Because I mean, you hear the running back and forth. Right. So I went on YouTube. Mm-hmm. How to get rid of squirrels from the attic. So everything from light a fire and, and you know, get smoke to get them out, right. all the way to shoot them. <laughs> so, you know, all kinds of weird, weird explanations of what to do with these things. Yes. What is your recommendation? What do you think people should do? Well, outside of calling you, of course. But you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Besides call McGrath Pest Control yeah. is uh, well, one thing I wouldn't do. I wouldn't shoot them. No shots. I wouldn't <laughs> shot them. Um, I would not light a fire in the attic. No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. No water. Either. Get them out with um, the water hose. No, no. I, w- I wouldn't do that unless you unless you uh, know a good repair guy. You know, so water repair. You have to have a waterproof exactly. ceiling. Yeah. No. Um, for what about weird stuff, even in traps and stuff. Uh, yeah, you can do that. You can you can trap squirrels. Uh, you know they eat you know nuts and you know peanuts and different things like that. Um, also, too with squirrels, what we like to do is we like to create a one way door. Okay. Okay. So squirrels are gonna you know they're gonna find a way in like usually through a peak in your attic or your house or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times you know you go in the corners of the house and you'll see chew marks uh, all the time. Okay. Right there now. Exactly. So that's squirrels that are chewing on there because they're trying to uh, keep their their teeth down. Because their teeth constantly grow, so they worry about their teeth. They do, they do. Okay. Yeah, they're 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 part of a of a, a dentist organization. Yeah, it sounds no, like joking. it. <laughs> and and so they so once they get in, they'll get into your house uh, for warmth. Uh, uh, for a lot of times, uh, you know, if they're having babies, they'll get up there. Um, for us to get them out though, because they're constantly going in and out of the attic. Okay. So we can create a one way door. Basically, a one way door is kind of a, a little metal thing we put on where the hole is, mm. and the squirrel can leave there. But, at, but he can't get back in. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, and so, because they'll constantly going back and forth, getting food and nesting materials and stuff like that. Um, so once they're out, then we can seal it up. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's babies in there, then we have to go in and we we get those babies out. And then we'll take them. Actually, I have a lady out in Katy who she raises raccoons and squirrels. And oh, really? Yeah, and a lot of times we'll take we'll take the babies or if we trap them, we'll take them over there. Wow, so you have a squirrel lady. We do have a squirrel lady, wow. yes, exactly. I have a tire guy and I have a, I never, <laughs> I never thought of that. Okay, so... The recommendation, obviously, is is that's specialized. I mean, a one-way sort of door that right. you, you can't buy that at Home Depot. No, you can't buy that. You know, we we could we make it a lot of mm-hmm. times. I've got two guys, uh, George and Mark, who lots of they used to build houses, and mm-hmm. so they're they do most of my exclusion work. Okay, and so they're really uh, proficient in in uh, making these one-way doors. So why is it so dangerous to have squirrels up in your attic, anyway? Well, they can they can eat wires. They can you know they can bathroom up there they can you know they, they have babies up there but they can cause they can, short circuits like that. yes exactly so yeah they they can do a lot of damage um that will cause other issues going forward mm-hmm. um you know they they can they can eat all your your duck work and things like that you know but not only squirrels too rats and raccoons and possums um all of those will get into addicts mm-hmm. and they can do major damage once once they get up there and how long does it usually take to get rid of a few squirrels what would you say i mean for us it didn't I don't remember how long it took the guy to take yeah, care of it. It shouldn't take more. Once we get up there and we figure out the issue and what we need to do, it shouldn't take more than a day or two mm-hmm. to get them out. Uh, but once we make sure that they're out and everything's fine, then that's when we need to seal up the area. I see. Okay. So um, now rats sometimes may be a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not, I shouldn't say difficult, a little bit longer to get rid of, depending on how many are up there. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of times, you know, we, we put snap traps up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I will have to say, especially for rodents, and there's a lot of people, they, they think they have something upstairs. So they mm-hmm. go to Home Depot or Lowe's and they go to the big box stores yeah. and uh, they buy all this all this poison and they throw it up there. Yeah. Okay. I always tell all my customers, don't ever, 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 ever put rat bait in an attic. And here's the reason why. Because if you have rats up there, they will eat that rat bait. 
And the old myth is they eat it, they go out, it makes them thirsty, they leave, and then they die. But that's completely false. Uh, rat bait is an anticoagulant. So it may, basically makes them bleed to death on the inside. Mm. So they will eat the rat bait and they will die in your attic. Okay? And they're not going to die here. They're not going to die here. Mm-hmm. They're going to die underneath your AC or they're going to die in that corner of that attic somewhere. And when they die somewhere in there, it's going to stink, stink, uh, stink. Mm-hmm. And then what you're going to do is you're going to call me to say, hey, I've got a stink, stink, stink problem in my room. I need you to come get it. And you're going to want me to garl in that attic and look on my hands and knees for this rat mm-hmm. and pull it out. And that's the last thing I want to do. Yeah, but you charge for that. I do charge for that, yes. And I have done that, and I will do that. So rat cadaver removal is... <laughs> right, exactly. But that's why I say don't ever put rat bait in an attic. Mm-hmm. So use snap traps. Okay. Well, snap traps will kill them also, but at least we know they're there. Okay? Right. And once we once we can do that, then we figure out where they came in from. Mm-hmm. We seal up those holes. Because mm-hmm. that's the most important part is is sealing, figuring out how they got in your house sure. and sealing that up. Because if they don't, man, we could trap all day long yeah. and uh, you're still going to have an issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that, see, that makes sense. Who mm-hmm. knew? Who knew? Of I knew. you know. I that, knew. That's, that's what you do. Exactly. So I wanted to ask you also, Scott, uh, you know, you've been in business for what? How many years is this now? Um, it's 40? 43, about 43, 44 years. Yeah, something okay. like that. Um, Two years. So for, for this many years, hey, has this been your career? Is this what you've done the whole time? Or, or, or no, you no. I, um, you know, I, I graduated college in 92 from Southwest Texas, and I lived in Austin for, for about three or four years. And I was, I was in the rental car business, which I'll, I'll always say for anyone, like I majored in business management, mm-hmm. uh, anyone who's majored in business management, the rental car place to me is the is a great place to start if you mm. have no idea what you want to do. Which I graduated and I had no idea what I wanted okay. to do. Okay, why is it so great? What do you mean? Well, because it teaches you every aspect about the business life. It teaches you time management. It teaches you employees. It teaches you customers. It teaches you you know management. Mm-hmm. Uh, it teaches you the POS system. It teaches you um, responsibility. It's just because it's just a fast paced industry. At least my my experience, I learned so much out of that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I left, came back to Houston, got in the retail business, uh, which that was very interesting for a couple of years because that took me to Memphis. It took me to Louisiana, Mm -hmm. uh, finally got me back here. Um, and then I realized that, you know, I really kind of wanted to get back into the family business. Okay. And, and so, you know, I called my dad and said, you know, cause I've always been around this industry. You know, Mm -hmm. I, when I was a kid, it was around it. Um, when I was in high school, I worked in the summers and, and you know, in college in the summers and, and the weekends. Mm-hmm. I always, so I kind of did it on and off. Um, but about 99, I said, I want to get back full time. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, uh, kind of a funny story is he said, tell you what, all right, you can come back to the company. You can, I'll work another three years. I'll give you the company. I'll retire and you can take it over. Great. I mean, where else can you go sure. and you can get an established awesome. business, free of charge, yeah. and, you know, just keep it going. Mm-hmm. Well, nine years later, he was still there. Yeah. And wouldn't leave. then it wouldn't leave. And then it turned into me buying the company from him. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dad, you're killing me. You you're killing me pest. here, Dad. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're bugging the crap out of me, Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I but you know, I realized this was his retirement and it was great. I learned so much from him. Mm-hmm. He was a very established person in the in this industry Let around the this. city. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this thing. If you were if you were advising a small business owner about longevity or about about what they should do to prepare for the long years, you know, mm-hmm. they're starting their business, let's say the Three years into their business, it's kind of successful, but, mm-hmm. but you want to give them some advice about what they can do to make sure they stay, you know? Plan. Plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Get you a, a very established business plan. Mm-hmm. Know exactly your your audience, your niche, what you want to do, and stick with that niche. Mm-hmm. Don't try and go, you know, ten, 12 different things. Sure. Stick with what you have. Mm-hmm. Have a long-term goal and a long-term plan. Um, save. Save a lot of money, you know. Have you know? Don't try and go in a lot of debt mm-hmm. on there, um, and then stick to that. Stick to that plan. Sure. You know, find stick, have your goals. Mm-hmm. You know, have your short-term goals, have your long-term goals. Write it down and try and stick to those goals as much as possible, mm-hmm. and ask a lot of questions. So here's a question, then, Scott, because mm-hmm. uh, we were just talking about this earlier about the value of having a bookkeeper or the value of having someone who counts your money and helps you with that. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds like it's, you know, for a lot of businesses, in our case, it's not that way because of the type of organization mm-hmm. the chamber is, but mm-hmm. in most businesses, it sounds like it's a tough thing to do when you have a small business mm-hmm. to turn it over to someone and say, okay, you count my money. Right. No, it, it is. And it's a couple things. With me, I'm a control freak. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, the people who know me, they know I have a hard time giving up control of everything. I like to know where everything is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Going back to what I said, where know your niche, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, 
if your niche is widget A, okay, don't try and do accounting, you know, to control your widget A if you don't know that, right. okay? Um, find someone who does do that permanently and professionally and let them guide you on there, okay? Um, now, it is hard sometimes when you're starting out because of money, you know, expenses, different things like that. So, again, you've got to you've got a plan and you've got a budget and you've got to make sure you've got that, you know, capital and set. And, and that, and that to me, that's where the asking questions come about. Mm -hmm. You know, you ask other people who've already been into it, what do I need to start this business? You know, and, and if you, if you're, if you're well educated before you started and you plan ahead, then, then your likelihood to succeed is is going to be increased. You know, it's interesting what you're saying because about asking questions Mm -hmm. and about being vulnerable Mm -hmm. enough to ask questions. Mm -hmm. The fun part about our chamber, it's about 65%, I was counting up to today, 65% women. Really? You know, and the, and the people, that, well, you see it, look mm-hmm. at our meetings, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, tons of women show up, and they, what I love about that is they all ask questions. They they, they get into that that part of life of, I'm just going to ask questions. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And they're very open about that, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. they're very successful, a lot of them, and they're still asking questions. Mm-hmm. It's the guys that sometimes show up, and they're too cool to anything. They, they, they well, don't, you know. Yeah. Well, we, we know everything already. Well, we're not used to asking questions. Right, you know? right. You know, and, and that was the one thing, especially when I started mm-hmm. going on my own. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought I, yeah, I thought I knew something. Sure. I, you know, I'd been managing this and that, but I didn't, I didn't know half the stuff That's I know a big now. And, and I still, and I still, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I still learn every single year yeah, yeah. about everything, about the business, um, about the industry, especially mm-hmm. like, especially like say termites. I always say I learn something new about termites, termites. every single year. Mm-hmm. There's something new. And I always go back and I always learn more, ask more questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, utilize, in fact, to me, that's what networking is. Sure. Networking yeah, is great for learning, asking yes. questions the, and you're learning. And because, most people are ready to teach you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Eduardo, the, mm-hmm. um, the accountant in, in the group, um, He's asked me lots of questions. Sure, good. And, and I and I hope I've helped him yeah. a little bit. Yeah, he's, he's he's I mean he's sharpening up. Since he, he is. He's. He, I told him the other day he's come a long way yeah, from the first time he was there. And I think he's doing great. And yeah. you know, and that's you know that's another thing that I like to do too as a business owner, is I like to help people. I like to give advice. I like to try and use some of my knowledge. Yes, sir. You know, but I also too say you know, I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't know everything. <laughs> not there yet, quite. So we're here with Scott McGrath who has certainly arrived with regards to pest control, talking about all kinds of things having to do with pest control and small business. So when we come back, we're going to talk more about Scott and more about the services he provides throughout the Houston area. So please stay with us. We will be right back. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at amelagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. We're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show. Show for and by and featuring the members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, the Woodlands Conroe, the Katy, the Vintage Park, Galleria, and all the other chambers. These are satellite chambers, basically, where we do business and and growing. So we have 366 members. And um, as we've said before, no need to be Hispanic. To join, basically, you want to have an interest in the market, an interest in the people, 
and be a positive person when you show up and that, that there's no ethnic requirement, but the requirement that you be positive and that you help others uh, is pretty strong. So uh, we ask you that if you're interested, uh, to give us a call, 469-879-7398. You can also visit our website, twchcc.org, and you'll get more information about our chamber or any one of the 40 events we do per month. So we're very busy, very active. And uh, so today we're talking to Scott McGrath. Scott is uh, owner of McGrath Pest Control. He's been talking to us about all kinds of different things he does with this, with this company and how he helps you uh, rid your home of every pest imaginable. And uh, spiders, we never talked about spiders, but maybe a little bit later. Uh, I did want to ask you, though, Scott, when we engage you, when, when, when mm-hmm. somebody calls you, mm-hmm. could, you, could you walk us through a little bit of the, of the cause sometimes it's kind of scary, like the pest guy is coming, but I don't know what to tell him, what to ask about mm-hmm. him or whatever. What, 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 is the, what does the service call look like for you guys? Okay. So, you know, we, we do a bunch of different things, but mm-hmm. our main bread and butter is our general pest control service. You know, that's what people, they, when they think about pest control, they, they want the, just a regular quarterly or, or bi-monthly uh, pest control service. Okay. So that's, that's the main thing we do. And what, that's, what we do on that is, uh, well, a lot of people like us because, number one, I don't have contracts that you have to sign. So you're not tied uh, in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so if you don't like us, you don't use us. But, yeah. you know, that being said, that we always keeps me and my guys on our toes mm-hmm. to make sure that, that you are happy and we're going to take care of you. Sure. Um, you know, as a general pest control service, we usually come in and we, and we hit around all the baseboards and we hit under the sinks and we hit under the attics and we hit the garage for you. And then what we'll, I'll do, we'll, we'll power spray around the outside. And that's, that's great for all the general insects, as in, you know, the American roaches, the, the ants and the spiders, the earwigs, the silverfish, all the general stuff you're going to see on a, on a regular basis mm-hmm. on there. Um, now, I say we hit all the baseboards at one side. Well, every year things change and, you know, people's ideas about pesticides, they, they change and they're worried about their kids and their dogs and their fish. Sure. And so some people don't want us to spray on the inside of the house, which mm-hmm. is totally understandable. And so I always say that we're small enough of a company where I can tailor any of my services mm-hmm. to your needs. So even though, you know, this is what we normally do because we're, we're an old-fashioned type of company, but if you don't want us to come in your house, we won't. We'll just hit maybe the attics, the garage, and we'll power spare on the outside uh, because that's, a, you know, an idea. On, uh, the thought of that is we keep them from coming inside. You won't have anything on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, we do just pest prevention, whereas, you know, you don't want to spray anything and so we'll find all the holes and the cracks and the areas around your house that you can get possible insects in, and we'll caulk around those or we'll seal those up. Okay. So That's the thought on that is mm-hmm. if, the, if the insects can't get in your house, you won't see them, you won't have a problem mm. on there. Unless you open the doors. And they Unless open. you open the door, yes. If you open the door, I can't help you with that. They right. walk right in. Exactly. Um, you know, some people don't like pesticides. They like the organic sure. chemicals. So we have, a, we have a line of organic stuff that we can use. Wow. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of different things. Like I said, there's a lot of different things that we can do. There's not too many times where someone calls and, and it says that, no, I can't help you at all mm. on there. Okay. You know, if it's something out of the ordinary, I may, I may come up with a different game plan or I may ask you, well, why do you think you need this? Mm-hmm. Let them tell me. And then I say, okay, I understand that. Here's what we can do sure. to counter offer that. And still, and still have the same results ah, on there. So, so you said you have nine trucks. Mm-hmm. So, so that's nine guys driving around taking care of your customers. Correct. So, so you can pretty much take care of anyone. Could you talk about the geographical range again, Scott, mm-hmm. please? So we go anywhere from Conroe down to Siena Plantation, over to Fulshire, pretty much downtown. That's our core area that we, that we use. Uh, we are expanding down into the Clear Lake area, the League City Clear oh, Lake area. Down. Yes. It's far, but I'm going to have a remote guy down there. Sure, sure. Uh, so we're going to try and tap. That's an untapped market that I think we can we can grow. We do a little bit in Pasadena, a little bit in Baytown, uh, you know, a little bit on the east side of town, but the um, a little bit in Kingwood. Uh, you know, we 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 have a little bit of residential. We did some HEBs over in the Kingwood area. So so we can pretty much go anywhere and everything. Yeah. Okay. And in the whole Houston greater area, I mean, yes. all the suburbs and all that. Yes. So. Yes. It's not only residential though. You can also do bigger, bigger. Right. Jobs. Yeah. We, yeah. We do. Like we do HCB. commercial. Yeah. We do commercial business. Um, anywhere from office buildings mm-hmm. to schools, you know, public schools, private schools. Uh, we do a lot of warehouses. Okay. A lot of people like warehouses because we can do road and control there. Sure. You know, they they may store some. Um, uh, grain or, or food products. You know, so we want to make sure you don't get our weevils wow, or, yeah, or, or moths or anything on there. Um, uh, you know. Uh, we deal with a lot of property management companies uh, that we can deal with uh, strip centers. 
You know, and keep, those are your better clients then? I mean, would you say I mean, that's, it's a good Well, audience? I wouldn't say a better client because all my clients to me are, are, are you better. You have to say that. Yes, they're, they're my best. Um, uh, but you know, we, we like, we like to deal with, um, you know, as much commercial as possible. Okay. Okay. So because that, that's, that's big in terms of, of knowledge for us and for the audience. To know right. That, that, right. Like you, you can do apartment complexes, you can do things like that. Right. Yes, we can, you know, and, and not only just the general pest control service, like I said, with the termites and the rodents, um, mosquitoes, we do a lot of mosquito control. Uh, you know, we're getting to the summer months. That's big. Whereas, you know, we can do the, the backpack fogging, which is, which is a good temporary fix if you're having a party for the weekend or something like that. We also sail and service the mosquito systems. Mm. Um, we've started doing that about four or five years ago. Uh, those have taken off. Those are great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things. I've got one in my house, more I can definitely tell when it's not on. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, those are big. Um, you know, I deal with a lot of, uh, uh, of termite pretreats, too. Whereas, you know, if you're building a house, we could treat the soil before the concrete is poured to help, you know, help for that. We do that residential and commercial. Okay, okay. so uh, unusual pests, Scott, the snakes uh, and the toilet, things like that. Do you guys do things like that or no? Um, yes, I can or do. Or do I have to I, call I, the guy on television? Well, I do with some snakes. Um, if you see the alligator, don't call me. Okay. Don't call me for alligators. No alligators. Yeah, there no, those are bad. Um, no, no, actually, uh, you know, that, skunks, some people don't like skunk. Yeah. You know, we can deal with that for you. Those are not uh, good. Bees. Uh, you know, a lot of times we'll you people, do bees also. Yes. Yeah. We can take care of bees, you know, that now, and I don't want to get a whole lot of bees cause you have, you have this side, you know, this section of bees and you yeah. have your people who don't want to kill bees, which I totally understand. Then you have the exterminators that are, you know, that, that homeowners will call and say, just get them out of my house. You know? Scott, so, tell our audience again, how to get a hold of you. If you would, please. We are McGrath Pest Control. You can call me at 281 Four six nine eight two four zero, or you can email us at info at mcgrathpestcontrol.com or on any social media outlet you can always find us any social media outlet and that, that's a big deal for yes. those of you listening you should be on any social media outlet yes. so this is Dr. Carlos Sanchez this is the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio show and uh, next week we'll be with Ariana Montalongo who is the executive director of the Haiti Hispanic Chamber of Commerce so we're thankful, very thankful to you, Scott, for being on the show today. Thank you very much. I had a great time. I appreciate you asking me to hope come to do have this. you again soon. I hope so. We'll see you guys again next week. Thank you for listening, and uh, goodbye. Thank Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted, and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.